0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Don't adjust your screens. Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist here, with another scintillating episode of Autoline Daily. It's Thursday, September 9, 2010, and here's the latest news from the world of cars. Big news for GM. The company officially started production of the Chevrolet Cruze. The first one rolled off its assembly line in Lordstown, Ohio, yesterday. Like other product launches, there was a lot of fanfare surrounding the event. Ohio Governor Ted Strickland was even on hand to mark the occasion, putting his thumbprint of approval on the first production car. Look for the crews at Chevy dealers later this month. We'll get to some of my thoughts on the importance of this vehicle later in today's broadcast. While we're on this topic though, Wards reports that GM is reintroducing the annual model changeover, just like it used to do years ago. According to Mark Royce, the company's North American president, it's going to upgrade the cruise every year, rather than waiting three or four years to do a bigger refresh. This should help keep the car fresh in the eyes of the consumer, and I would say that this is a very good thing. In related GM news, the Wall Street Journal reports that yesterday new head honcho Dan Ackerson told employees the company is taking an attacker stance against the competition now that it has some resources. Does this mean GM is growing a pair? While a lot of other car companies have given up on minivans, Honda hasn't. It has completely redesigned the Odyssey and it expects the segment to start growing again. It believes it can attract buyers with more dynamic styling. Just look at that lightning bolt belt line. Out on the road, the van looks better than a dozen pictures. Mechanically, it's the same as before, with slightly more horsepower, better aerodynamics, less rolling resistance, and lower weight. Put it all together and it picked up four miles per gallon. Honda also added a more expensive model to the lineup, what it calls the Touring Elite. Fully loaded, you can expect that model to come close to $45,000. A few months back, we reported that Nissan would build its new subcompact car in Thailand and sell it in Japan. Now the AP reports that the company is putting the car through more intense inspections before they are sold there. A team of 50 quality experts is double checking the vehicle and the company is sending quality experts to Thailand to train workers in production. In the future, Nissan is considering building more vehicles there because of the value of the yen and higher labor costs, which are making it less profitable to do in Japan. And sticking with Asia for a moment, sales in India keep on growing. According to the AP, the country saw record sales for the second straight month. Total sales including passenger cars and heavy trucks, were over 256,000 units. The market continues to grow, despite rising prices of vehicles and low supplies. Audi has dropped eight robotic assembly line arms, totaling some 10.4 metric tons of equipment in the heart of London's Trafalgar Square. This computer-controlled publicity stunt was built to celebrate the city's design festival, which kicks off on September 16th. What's the point? Well, the arms are fitted with headlamps from the R15 TDI race car. If you visit the website, outrace.org, that's outrace.org, you can send in a message up to 80 characters long, and the arms will do a light painting, spelling out each letter. Digital cameras take pictures of the process, which will all get stitched together to make a movie. It's cool. After the break, We'll take a look at the future of the American family sedan and how the Chevrolet Cruze is a make-or-break product for GM. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. How important is the launch of the Chevrolet Cruze in the U.S. market to General Motors? It's only the most pivotal mainstream car launch in the company's history. It's that important. GM with its Chevy Cruze and Ford with its all new Focus, which arrives next spring, will be redefining what the mainstream American car will look and feel like. Driven by upcoming environmental and fuel economy regulations, the traditional midsize American car will no longer exist. In its place will be the Cruze and Focus, two of the most leading edge contemporary products the American market has seen from American manufacturers in, well, ever. More than that, the buzz associated with these products will be fueled by their marketing campaigns, and in Chevy's case, GM's new chief marketing executive, Joe Lewanek, will be watched very closely by industry observers, competitors, and by GM upper management alike, as he and his team bring the crews to market. Lewanek, who made a name for himself by creating big ad splashes for Hyundai, on the Super Bowl and in other media avenues, has developed the new advertising for the Cruise using the talents of his hand-picked ad agency for Chevrolet, San Francisco-based Goodby, Silverstein & Partners. But those expecting a big Iwanek signature ad splash with this new campaign are going to be surprised, because Iwanek and his marketing troops haven't exactly blown the roof off the joint with this new work for the Cruise. But then again, they haven't gone stone-cold conservative either. The new cruise advertising surgically presents the cruise as the quintessential American value, not wrapping the cruise in the flag, but rather stressing its impressive content, its even more impressive fuel economy, and its inherent overall goodness at every opportunity, with the dulcet tones of Tim Allen's voiceover thrown in for good measure. So much for the new kid fitting in with the rest of the class. The all-new Chevrolet Cruise, starting under 17,000. Get used to more. The whole premise of the new Chevrolet Cruze is that you can expect more of everything than you thought possible in a car of this overall package size, and the advertising is going to dwell on that relentlessly. So in the end, far from taking the lightning rod approach, which would have guaranteed instant notoriety and provocative headlines about the advertising, but not necessarily the product, Joe Lewanek has signaled that he and GM Marketing are in this fight for the long haul. Will it be enough? We shall see. The competition isn't rolling over, and Ford in particular will have a lot to say with its new focus. But for the first time in, oh, 25 years or so, GM marketing seems to have its proverbial act together. The coming 12 months will be fascinating to watch. And that's the high-octane truth for this week. Again, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist. Before I sign off, there will not be an auto line after hours tonight. But join us again next Thursday evening for another frank discussion on anything and everything automotive. Anyway, thanks for watching and listening. John will be back tomorrow.